Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good Wednesday morning. Key has always said it, and it's probably the most instructive three words to describe the three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year and likely first ballot Hall of Famer J.J. Watt in his next destination. Those three words are follow the money. Details on that in one second. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests this morning join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Jay's rocking out. Key is here Ooh, ready to go. Key. Let's get it, baby. <laughs> and Key, I got, I got to say, last night you discovered streaming. We're talking about it. It's changed the way you live. And I got a little streaming thing for you here, too. I know you checked out one of the more, I would say, critically acclaimed series last night. Uh, I checked uh, out a bunch of stuff, man. Um but I discovered streaming really during the pandemic, right? I mean, I just I, – when I moved back east and we were in the uh, corporate housing, so I kind of discovered the YouTube channel. And then as I moved into my permanent residence, oh, I discovered gosh. all this other stuff that I could do, whether it's Hulu, Netflix. Oh, shut up, Jay. HBO. We sound uh, like such an old show right wait, now. Wait, though. Come HBO. on, Key. No, wait, hold on, I've man. streaming for four and a half years. HBO Come on. Plus. But see, the difference how I live versus how I live right now in this pandemic is way different. Like I was telling Zubin, when I would go home, in normal situations, I knew, okay, I'm at home because the Lakers are playing. I'm at home because the Dodgers are playing. How many okay. cable boxes did you have back in California? Maybe That's the real question. North of 18? What? Yeah. North of 18 cable boxes? Yeah, direct TV. You know, because you had to have all the TVs in all the different places. And, uh, I don't even you know, know, I don't even know what your cable bill was. Oh, well, Lord. it's expensive. It wasn't cheap. That's for damn sure. <laughs> but when, but I wasn't looking. I'm not talking about the streaming situation because it's economically more conducive to the, the lifestyle versus some of the other stuff. I see I just, USC economically more conducive. I see you. I mean, I got a few I can pull Ooh, out here and there ahead, when boy. I really want to get into the – when I really want to <laughs> fool them now. I've been fooling them for a while now. Come on now. That's why I got this job. Um, but it, it, So I'm looking at all this different stuff, HBO, Max. All, so I'm just – you know, I go through it, man. I just sit on the couch to the point where – Jennifer started talking about you need to help with the kids and you need and I'm just sitting here get lost yeah because it's down just that dark I hole. just see yeah. so much and so I stumbled up on um, Operation Odessa on Netflix mm. you gotta check it out because I thought it was I thought it was just a, one of them like Blair Witch Project type deals you always like that dark stuff Hotel no this Cecil. wasn't dark though no this was this was about this was about like. Three dudes that connected through the the 80s and doing some stuff they shouldn't have been doing, legal activity yeah, down in yeah. Miami, go figure it out. Then they hooked up, you know, they hooked up with the Russians and then they hooked up with some Cubans oh, and the wow, Colombians and they did there, the whole yeah. thing. Oh, man, you just got to check it out. It, it, so I'm learning all this different stuff and I'm, I'm enjoying it. I See, Zubin, how much you pay for cable a month? Let's be honest. Boy, I mean, the, the bill is crazy. It is. I, it's, it's almost a couple hundred dollars. And you don't even with. know how many, how many channels do you have? I, I probably have 700 and I watch three. That's what I'm saying. That's the <laughs> point. ESPN, ESPN2, and of course, ESPN News, where you can find KG. <laughs> no. Just get the app and you got it all covered. Here's Your the three thing. channels, you got it covered in the app. You're totally right, though. Here's the last thing I would say I'm about I'm always streaming. watching something dark. <laughs> Stop, man. Well, well you that me, is true, though. Yeah. You, I, you got I've me in Hotel Cecil. I've I started getting freaked out about it. I couldn't watch like that's a real, ten but, minutes. but you know, that's a real hotel. I've been that's to that why hotel. I don't want to watch it. I've been to that hotel doing Thanksgiving to deliver food for the homeless. So I've been 
you know, every year in L.A., I would take my kids and my family. We would go down mm-hmm. and deliver food through a, right before Thanksgiving to the homeless. My it's mom, in the Skid Row area, yeah, right? Skid Row that area. Hotel. So mm-hmm. I've been there. I've never slept here, but I've I been here. Right. You probably wouldn't have woken up if you slept there. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad, glad you're here. Last thing I would say about streaming before we roll into J.J. Watt. I, maybe I just discovered this. Every commercial, every commercial has Samuel L. Jackson in. But see, you... Every you, commercial! <laughs> Verizon 5G, <laughs> Capital One, he's in everything. Pay the extra $2, man. Hey, man. I Kevin Hart, they're doing I'm, it. I'm, to extra 2 bucks, I went ad-free. I'm sorry. <laughs> can't do it. No ads for well, I'm kids. paying $200. bucks. can not take the extra $2. I'm already paying the extra $200. Extra $2, bucks, man, just because I want to roll through it. He's in everything. The gamers are in the game. What's in your wallet? Hot cheese fondue. He's in every <laughs> single commercial. Hey, man, that's called Dynasty right there. It's when you, legend. When, when you get a chance, though, Jay, check out the Britney Murphy one. No, that's a sad one. Oh, yeah, I can't. A, that's a wild one, too, though. It's just wild. It's just the whole mystery behind stuff. So I like, you know. See, I'm so curious about that, Key, because she was at my draft party, and she was with Ashton at that time. And oh, Ashton. It was, it was just always so interesting with her, like that mystique, right? Well, I mean, yeah. you know, the, dad, the, the husband died the same way she died, and the mother is just – Living large now. I, I don't it's know. It's crazy. It's just wild. So you fellas talked about uh, the mystery, the mystery of where J.J. Watt will go. As I mentioned, follow the money, right? Key has always said follow Stick the sports. money. Stick to sports. <laughs> Shut up and dribble. NBA com- commentary coming in just a little bit. Okay, so here's the thing. Key's always said follow the money. So who's got the money to sign J.J. Watt? J.J. Watt is slated to make $17.5 million next year, mm. but as Key and many people have said, he might take a reduction if he gets to a team that can give him a chance for a Super Bowl. Jay has said, why not play with his brother T.J. Watt? Great idea. But, of course, Jay and I discussed yesterday, and many of you know, the Steelers are $30 million over yeah. the cap. Why not go to the Green Bay Packers, legend at the University of Wisconsin, grew up in the state. The Packers are $19 million over the cap. There is one team that's got... million to spend the other way. And that team key is the Cleveland Browns. And they'll have more money in about another three weeks, four weeks, whenever they announce the salary cap situation and what the numbers are, the hard numbers. Because a lot of these teams right now, they kind of know around about, but with these – capologists and these people that do these contracts in, in, in the CEO, CFOs of the company, they need to know what the hard number is. Is it $160 million? Is it $161? You know, they need to know the, the, the small little fine points so they can structure not just today but over a long period of time to get contracts done. Uh, those other teams that you mentioned, if they want to sign him, they'll go to some of the other players and say, hey, let's restructure. Let's turn some of this money into signing bonus. We need to get down underneath the cap because we have prospects we want to sign. It makes all the sense of the world for him to take a look at the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns are a team that was on the cusp of clipping whether or not Patrick Mahomes finished the game in Kansas City or not. He got hurt, obviously, but the Browns were right there. They had started a little bit of momentum, turning the corner. You had a J.J. Watt on the opposite side of a Miles Garrett at times, or you slide him inside to play in a three technique or two technique or whatever you want to do with him from a defensive line standpoint, you can certainly get something out of that. Um, and maybe it doesn't cost you $17 million. It costs you a little bit less because he feels that he could be the guy, the locker room leader, the guy that could certainly get the youth to play and understand what it's like to be in this league and fight all the time. Those are the sort of things that 
add value to a guy like J.J. Watt. It's not his three-time defensive player of the year, Warge, because that was done in Houston. It's what are you going to bring to the table over the course of this season? I'm not thinking about next season. I'm thinking about 2021 with him. I'm not hedging my bet on Cleveland, and I know they may have the money, but is it about the money right now for J.J. Watt or is it about trying to win a Super Bowl? And I know they're on the verge, but key, perception is not reality. We always say perception is reality. Like I, when you actually dig deeper with Cleveland, four wins against the NFC Leafs, two close wins against the four and eleven Bengals, three point win over the four and twelve Texans, two point win over the one and fifteen Jags. Like I know they're close, <laughs> but dig deeper into it a little bit, right? Their defense is still a little ways of a ways. Like why not go to a team that's right, like the Rams? Why not go to Green Bay that is right there? Why not go to the Chiefs? Why not go to Tampa Bay? Teams that are built. For longevity, especially when you got, what, two, three more years left maybe? Well, when you look at some of the teams that are out there, right, you, you talk about – you mentioned the Rams. The Rams are going to have a new defensive coordinator. They're not even going to have the same defensive staff. So we don't know if they're going to be this juggernaut of a defense again. Yes, Wade Phillips left and they didn't miss a beat. But that staff was all the same except for the D.C. Now they completely have wiped out – the defensive side of the ball. The Seattle Seahawks have been looking for a pass rush specialist for quite some time. They tried Jadavion Clowney. They tried Ziggy Ansel when he came over to them, and that didn't work out as well. So now that's an opportunity for him, and we know how Pete Carroll loved defensive players. Yeah, last two things I would say real quick, but as Jay says, of course, it's never really quick. <laughs> uh, and that is, think about where the Texans are, just for a second. You've got a three-time defensive player of the year and a likely first ballot future Hall of Famer available. He is the second most sought-after guy on the Texans. Think about that for a second. Three-dime defensive player of the year going straight to Canton, and he's not even the top guy people want from Houston, of course. It's Deshaun Watson. And for any fans out there that want to see where your team is with regards to the cap for what or anybody, great website, public service, over the cap. Dot com. This is so good. I'm going to send it to Greeny in the break. Make sure he can utilize it on his no show. No more Greeny talk Over on this show. The, the big show. Oh, <laughs> the big show. We're the warm-up act. A four-hour warm-up act. We do stop. Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm just you kidding. Know, no, but you know how Keisha's going to react to that. Because you got people on social media that I don't want that to right. be out there in the universe. Right. I'm going to get to break. Keisha was so never we... a warm-up guy. He's a no. player. He's, the, he's, he's a, a player. I, I wasn't a warm-up guy. At least you know, Jay. No, you're on yeah. the marquee. Let me get to this break so a Samuel L. Jackson ad can run right out of breath. Right. <laughs> on the way, is this the greatest sports birthday combination ever? Mm. Wait till you see who's blown out the candles today. And one guy's going to be blown out like 85 candles. That's a lot of candles. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. But as Jaws said, he can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Both sides no, have said can. stuff. I can show you how to open it up. <laughs> no, that's definitely a cliche. Let's never not get into that. this that's whole conversation. I'm gonna bring, I'm how do you bring, put the I'm toothpaste bring, back I'm in the tube? I'm going to bring some toothpaste, and I'm going to show you how to put it back in the tube. Back in the tube. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I want to see it. it. I'm going to show you how to put it back. It's not hard. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. 
That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. For old time's uh, sake? No, I had a little sushi. I'm <laughs> I'm beyond that. I graduated. I graduated from Wish Me Sandwiches <laughs> a long, long time long ago. Time ago. Yeah, long damn time ago. We are still efforting <laughs> a uh, tube of toothpaste for obviously the uh, science experiment we're going to do here. We're putting ah, the toothpaste totally, back yeah. in the tube. I just I, I told Paul to go fetch us some uh, toothpaste. Is it really going down today? Are we? Really I, I forgot it? to bring it. If if they can grab me some before the show's over, I can show you how to put it back in. I'll show you. That would be the end of the cliche because then you could actually put the toothpaste back in the tube. It used to be you could never put it back in the tube. Keyshawn is going to change the narrative this morning on KJZ. See, when you grow up the way I grew up and you waste that toothpaste, Jay, you put too much out, you got to figure how to put it back in. Sound like my dad right now. Man, it's the truth, though, Jay. I get it. I get it. You get one one tube that's going to last. Man, you got to stretch that thing. I told you yesterday. When you get to the bottom, you got to put water in it. It's just like ketchup, man. You ain't, you ain't never been in that situation where you only had a little I bit of ketchup. Hey, you got to put some water in I it. I came back in the day. I was like, oh, that's some good ketchup. Let me put it on my burger. And it's all water. Just squirts. All I'm like, come on, You've Dad. You've never done that, Zuba. Come no, on, The Pop. thing with the ketchup, you got to remember, when you do it with the ketchup, it's, it's a rookie move if you do this. And I've been worked in a restaurant. Everybody's worked in a restaurant. You got to turn the bottle upside down. Wait for all of it to get to the neck of the bottle. Yes. Then you open it. Otherwise, you do get the gross like water for a second. But the problem with ketchup well, is you gotta that. You got to shake it, though. Yes. You got to shake it. it. Oddly Heart sort shake. of around the bottle. It'll form like around the bottle. So you'll be like, I can see ketchup because the entire bottle is red. That's why you put like, the Why water. does none of it come out? The whole bottle but is that's red. That's why you have yes. to put water in it, a little bit of water, so you can shake, shake it, it and get whatever left over. Whatever residue comes out of it at the end. I can show you how to do that, too, and it'd be a clear damn bottle. Okay, so we need to go to Dwayne Reed or CVS. There's only 7,000 Dwayne Reeds here in New York. Or CVS, yeah, brought to you by CVS. Uh, we should just go to CVS, grab a bottle of ketchup, uh, Heinz 57 or whatever they have, and then some toothpaste, Jay, crest, crest whitening, uh, and then just pl- do this. Please tell me you don't use Heinz 57. No. Okay. What do you use? Who uses Heinz 57? Like Hunter. What, what do you, like, no. What's your, you're gonna, if you're using any steak sauce, you're going to use A1. A1 steak That's sauce it. all day. If you use steak sauce. Oh, Zubin. A, a well, here's I, the king. Here's the thing. Well-eaten steak doesn't need sauce. I Anybody said if. Need? Very true. Very if. true. If the yes. steak is cooked correctly, you don't need the A1. You brought up Heinz 57. Heinz 57. I haven't heard of Heinz I'm going to explain that to you in the break. Great sponsorship opportunity for Heinz 57 to get back on the map. Jump on board, Heinz. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, Maybe good opportunity. Patrick Mahomes while they're at it. <laughs> That's right, because all Mahomes eats is ketchup. <laughs> That's another narrative we're putting. Can you imagine how good he would be if he ate anything besides ketchup? So here we go. <laughs> Birthdays. Birthdays, we said it before the break. And everybody's got one. Everybody celebrates one. And today, two of the all-time goats in sports. I know, you can only have one goat. But these are two different sports. So two of the all-time goats are celebrating a birthday today. Jim Brown yeah. is 85 years old today. Wow, JB. His accomplishments on the field not just on the football field, but on the lacrosse field and everything he did for social justice when it wasn't as easy, perhaps, to stand up as it is today when you're getting a lot more support. He was doing it back then, which obviously continues to bear fruit. And his airness is 58. 
So here's the question. That's a pretty good combination. That's a pretty good combination here, right? It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Let's get straight to the point. Who is the better birthday buddy combination today, on this day, February 17th? Jim Brown and Michael Jordan, 85 and 58 respectively. That's pretty heavy. Who could be better than that? Let me throw this one at you, fellas. December 30th. Parents just snuck it in under the wire. LeBron James and Tiger Woods. On December 30th of this year, Tiger will be 46. On December 30th of this year, the King will be 37. Key, Jordan and Brown, Mm. the King of Golf. That's tough. And King James. That's a pretty good double combo. Who's the better? Who would you hang out with? Who's the better birthday buddy celebration? Hmm. Who am I going to the? I'm going to club with Michael Jordan. And Jim Who are you Brown. going that's to the not, club with? I'm going to the club with Michael Jordan, and Jim Brown. That's not even. That's not even a yeah, question. Yeah, I like Tiger, but Tiger just drained LeBron for me. Yeah. That that I, really, I, it's like a, a you know, it just siphoned him. Yeah, it just drained when it just drained the the you know LeBron was at a ten, but because you paired him with Tiger, it kind of from a cool standpoint, it brought him down. Yeah, I don't know if I could do four hours at the club with Tiger. I would, you know, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like it just love you, Tiger. Tiger's great in everything, but I mean, that would be it. It'd be a lot of tequila flowing to deal with that one. When's your birthday? Twenty second of, of July. Of July, you share a birthday with the late great Alex Trebek. Look, That's yeah. a good combination. I hang out with you two guys. Yeah. yeah. Alex at the Canadian Club. He oh. can get you to any Canadian. No, that's that's. Huh? I roll with that all day long. Uh, Jay, your birthday is September tenth. You share it with Arnold Palmer. Oh, are yeah, we having course. spiked Arnold Palmer's? What do you, what mean? Do you mean? Of, of course. course, golf. He's a golf what? guy. Yeah, he does what? Play golf. Yeah, Jay likes golf. I play it golf. makes sense. Well, I'm a golf guy. Okay. You I mean, you I... love golf. It's not that you play golf. You you love golf. You one of them dudes that walk around with the pants and the glove oh, in the back geez. pocket with the polo shirt tucked in, and acting like hey. acting like you can play. You get on your knee with the thing and look down, measure, stand back up, lean to the side a little bit, lean over there. Yeah, I get, I get it. it. I get it. And you're the guy. You're like, look, I'll just meet you at the 19th hole. I'll be there the, the whole 19th round. Hole. I got it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll see you at the 19th hole. <laughs> You'll raise a glass at the 19th. Yeah, at the, that's 19th. What the 19th, 19th hole is all about. Here's the last thing I would say, and this is just a funny little anecdote. You know, back in the day, do you remember several years ago? I think it was like a Monday night game, Key. Mm-hmm. It was one of those games where, like, Jordan was hanging on the sideline. This is before everything happened with Tiger. Besides, Uh-oh. Pre, you know, huh. pre, pre-fire hydrant. Well, because Tiger was hanging out with Jordan. <laughs> that's but, true. Go ahead. Okay. That's, that's a better way to put go. it. Pre-Elin yeah. fire hydrant golf club. Oh, my God, I got to get out of here. Okay. Um, Jeez. Well, we all know what happened. Um, so Tiger was at like a game, and I think it was like on ABC or something back in the day. Mm-hmm. And Jordan's on the sideline, and Tiger's on the sideline. He's got blonde hair. Do you remember this oh, one? Yeah, I remember. Tiger had like the oh, bleach yeah. blonde yeah. hair, and this was like he was Tiger. going through something. Yes, he was a phase. Where Tiger's at the apex of cool, and yeah. there was like a story. I, I I love Tiger Woods, so there's many many books written about Tiger Woods, and all all the books uh, I've I've gotten. And there was a, there was a line in one of the stories about Tiger where he's at the club with Michael Jordan, and yeah. there's just so many women Uh-oh. around Jordan. <laughs> Right, so many Whoa. women around Jordan, and Tiger is mystified. Tiger's like at the club with him, and he's kind of like sitting in the corner, kind of like Jay said, and and he goes up to Michael, and this is Tiger Woods at the apex of his career, yeah. not like post crazy Tiger. What's going on? Tiger is a dad, all that stuff. Tiger, and he goes to Michael. He goes, "Hey, how, how are you getting all these women?" And Michael Jordan looks right at Tiger Woods. He goes, "How?" And Tiger goes, "How? How could I do that?" Michael looks right at Tiger and goes, 
Tell the girls your name is Tiger Woods. <laughs> that's what he said. Tell them your name is Tiger See, Woods. I, that's why Hi, I said, I'm Tiger Woods. That's why I said it would be hard for me. That's all. I'm Tiger Woods. I mean, I've, hung out, I've hung out with them and stuff, but it's just, just it, that's a hard one. Like, it, not even necessarily even a club, just, you know, when you start talking about Michael Jordan and Jim Brown, everything that Jim Brown stood for, uh, you know, he was one of the first African-American athletes to get into endorsements heavy and movies and things of that nature. Oh, yeah. So when you start looking at that, and then obviously when you start talking about the godfather of endorsements and you're talking about Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. whether it's Hanes or hot dogs or the shoes that live forever, whatever the case may be, nobody has done it better. And then everything else. Still to this day, you still think you Jordan – when you play. Right, stick and that you, tongue out. You still, I wore knee sleeve, Jay, mm-hmm. and then nothing was wrong with my damn knee. Your left knee? Just because I thought I was Jordan. Just below the knee, <laughs> Just the walking down the just street. Walking, no just damn just wait, look. You know how we used to be, man, walking yeah. down the street when we was in junior high with a basketball with the black uh, rolled down so just you could see the, the red. Just tongue out in the just, wind. Yeah, ah. by yourself, walking down the street. This one right here, the sleeve yeah, right here. Yeah, you got the, you got the, the wristband on, you know, it just... That's just what it is. You're not walking down the street with no damn golf gear on. Those spikes walking on the sidewalk, that wouldn't be a good sound. So no. it's, it's just those two, they win for me. But then I saw another one where Tim Tebow says shares the same birthday as Magic Johnson. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, we've got to go to break off that. Got to go to break. <laughs> Make that connection yourself. <laughs> or don't. But I know where Jeez. we're going on now. What? I just go to like, break, Zubin. Go to okay, break. Save key from find key. Another one. Save key from key. <laughs> yes, we probably need to save ourselves from this. Magic is a friend of the show, and Tim works here, so I know. Oh God, stop! You guys are so. Oh God, let's go to break. Okay. He did marry a Miss Universe. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. On the way, no compromising here. One team in the AFC South, which is this morning's QB or not QB, as we run down quarterbacks throughout the NFL was signed to an $85 million contract. And our expert in that city says, for that, there ain't no way you're getting a Super Bowl title. Who could we be talking about? Deshaun Watson seemingly has asked for a trade. He wants a fresh start. If there are two ones and a three and a former number one overall pick going for Matthew Stafford, what is Deshaun Watson worth then? The bar just went up. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Good morning. I'm Zubin Mahenti here with your Sports Center update. Breaking news in the KJZ. We have found the toothpaste, travel size, but it's nonetheless should work. 
We'll see what happens. Key's on the clock now. The Nets were on the clock big time, staging an incredible comeback against the Suns to rally to win 128-124. The Nets were down 21 at the half, marking their largest halftime comeback win in franchise history. That had to feel good for two-time MVP and Suns legend Steve Kerr, who, of course, is now coaching the Nets. Very excited about this toothpaste. Steve Nash, what did I say? (laughs) Did I say Steve Kerr? Sorry. Another small white guy, great shooter, Steve Nash. I was so flummoxed by the toothpaste that Key has right now. Key's got the travel size. Paul, we still need a scissor. Still need a scissor. Paul's on the clock, too. Top-seeded Ash Barty, upset at the Australian Open. Karolina Merkova of the Czech Republic rallied from a set and a breakdown to knock off the number one seed. She, of course, Ash Barty, if you follow tennis, looking for that home slam in her home country. Aussie Open quarterfinals. Mukova has never been this far at a Grand Slam. A couple years ago, she beat the quarterfinals of Wimbledon. Jennifer Brady is up next, and then Serena and Osaka. Are you kidding me? Wow. So we got two American women in the final four. And the final two today. How about this? We talked about this in the last seven. I could watch old school Jordan Highland. Oh, the flip on Key's Lakers. No need to go to the left hand. That's not true. No need to go to the left hand. He had to go to the left. What's the name flashed no. in front of you? He didn't have to go to the left. He just did it oh, because he could. Wait, here stop. comes Jordan hitting the three and then shrugging to Marv Albert. I think Steve Kerr may have been on the – no. Marv – oh, this is unbelievable. Today, Jim Brown is 85 and Michael Jordan is 58. There's Jordan with the reverse for the first title against Cleese Lakers at the Great Western Forum. Jim Brown is 85. Michael is 58. February 17th. Happy birthday, any better birthday combination than those two? Maybe LeBron and Tiger were born both on December 30th. Get it to Horace Grant. Oh, Perkins, another unbelievable. Perkins move. flashed in front of you. <laughs> Sam Perkins flashed in front of you. Yeah. So he had to go to the other hand. Yeah. Where's John Paxson when you need him? I never confuse John Paxson. Steve Kerr, Steve Nash. Sports Center brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Spend your tax return wisely. With Straight Talk Wireless, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for $199. Plus, get the $45 unlimited talk, text, and data plan with no contract on America's Best Networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense. Tune into Straight Talk. Happy birthday to a couple of legends. Thank you, Shakespeare. Here we go. If you are just joining us on QB or not QB, here's the deal. Every single day, we are looking at a division in the NFL and looking at their four starting quarterbacks and asking the big question about those four quarterbacks. We've run through a couple of divisions already. You can find those on our podcast. And once again, we'll run through all eight. Today, as mentioned, is the AFC South. We're going to do it in order, again, of division finish. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the Goodyear Hotline. Key already fiddling with the toothpaste. Let's start. At the top of the division. Tennessee Titans. So here's the thing. When you give somebody $85 million, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. You are committed to giving Ryan Tannehill $85 million. Can you win the Super Bowl if Ryan Tannehill is your $85 million quarterback? I mean, you could say the same thing for Kirk Cousins. Can you win the Super Bowl if Kirk Cousins is your quarterback at the numbers that he got? I certainly believe you can win the Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill at the quarterback spot. Remember what I always say. I'm not asking Ryan Tannehill to throw for 400 yards. I'm not asking him to be 35 or 42. 
for 400 yards and five touchdowns. What I'm asking him to do is do exactly what he's been able to do. Hit the guy when you're capable of doing it. And their problem in Tennessee is not Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown. It's the defensive side of the ball. They've yet to find a pass rusher to go and cause havoc on the other side for the quarterback. Therefore, it puts their secondary in harm's way. They tried Vic Beasley, did not work. Jadavion Clowney, did not work. There's a guy named J.J. Watt that has some familiarity with Mike Vrabel's system. They should get in these sweepstakes, but I do believe you can win with Ryan Tannehill. I think you can win. Will you win? I'm not sure. Um, look, he, he could be a game manager. I understand that. But their defense, top, bottom 10 in points allowed per game, and it just has so many issues. That's always been their one hiccup. If you can bolster the defense massively, then I think you have a legit chance. But until that, Ryan, T- uh, he's not going to have a chance until they bolster that defense. couple things here. The Titans are $3 million over the cap, which is key, would tell you is nothing. If they wanted to bring in J.J., $3 million in the world of the NFL. But J.J. Watt's not going to make that much of a difference. Is he going to make that much of a difference? I mean, he's going to be additive to a defense. He's not going to increase the defense. Well, I think what, what, what he will do is give them a presence off the edge that they so desperately need. And yes. maybe you signed Jadavion Clowney back for cheaper, and now with J.J., you could get something out of Jadavion. Yeah, and you definitely need to bolster that defense or run defense, one of the poorest in the league. So can you really win if your quarterback spent most of his college career as a wide receiver? John Martin from our affiliate, ESPN 92.9, in Memphis, in the Volunteer State. I'm not exactly sure where John stands on this. Maybe you can help me. Not no, but hell no. The Titans cannot win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. The Bucs could win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback, but the Titans aren't the Bucs. The Titans aren't in any sense a franchise that's good enough other than the fact that they've got an exceptional history-making running back in Derrick Henry. they got a third-down defense, horrible. they got a pass rush, non-existent. Ryan Tannehill is not in the category of Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers or I mean, honestly, even Josh Allen in terms of QBs who can overcome those circumstances. Last thing I would say about the Titans, remember they took a step back a couple years ago, the surprise trip to the AFC Championship game, and this year eliminated after their first playoff game. Next up. Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> no, speaking of being eliminated in their first playoff game, it was the first game of Super Wild Card Weekend. Of course, it was Josh Allen, as you just heard John Martin say there, Josh Allen and the Bills over Phil Rivers and the Indianapolis Colts. So, of course, with the retirement of Rivers, the Colts are looking for quarterbacks. Our Mike Wells spends every single day of the year covering this team and said the best option, their white whale, got away. Selecting a quarterback at 21 in the first round, that likely won't happen for the Colts. Matthew Stafford would have been a perfect fit for Frank Reich, but he's in L.A. with the Rams now. Colts general manager Chris Ballard loves his draft picks too much for me to see him giving up a first-round pick in a trade for Carson Wentz, especially considering Wentz was benched in Philly last season. Other options may be Sam Darnold or Derek Carr, but they got to become available through a trade first. Well, I would think that based on what I heard in the offseason coming out of Indy is that they are looking for a veteran presence. They like a veteran presence. Given that this team was built for Andrew Luck, believe it or not. I'm not saying Andrew Luck is coming back. What I'm saying is they built an offensive line for Andrew Luck. They went and got some weapons for Andrew Luck. Then he abruptly retired. Jacoby Brissett steps in, didn't do a good job. They go out and get Phillip Rivers, did as much as he could. Now this is prime pickets for a guy like a Sam Darnold, if you can get him, or Marcus Mariota, or a, a Derek Carr, and even a Matt Ryan, so to speak. 
You, you have options and opportunity from a veteran standpoint. If you bring a young guy in here that has no experience in the National Football League, you are clearly going to waste this year with Frank Wright. Yeah, optionality. I would go Wentz, number one, two, Darnold, three, Matt Ryan. I just would love to see – I'm starting to root for Carson Wentz a little bit because I actually want to see him with a formidable offensive line. Right? Think about how many times his offensive line was maneuvered and changed in Philadelphia. It was like 10-plus times. So to actually see him rebuild confidence with a coach that helped him get there before and Frank Wright. But also, like, it's a new start, a fresh beginning. I actually want to see Carson Wentz win. I do. We're going to hear from a Philly quarterback legend here in just a second. Think about how bad this division is. We spend so much time dumping on the Houston Texans. They're next, and they're not even the last place team in this division. Houston Texans. All right. I think we all know what's coming here. Deshaun or not Deshaun. We know what Deshaun wants, but the yeah, Texans still have a say in this. Yeah, Deshaun is on the move. Uh, I, I, don't, I think it'll be a, a major standoff when the deal gets done. I don't know, but clearly he doesn't want to be a Houston Texan. They're going to restart and hit the restart button. J.J. Watt isn't there. DeAndre Hopkins we talked about. Kenny Steele probably is on the move. You don't know what Brandon Cooks wants to do. I mean, it's just a lot of stuff that's going on in Houston. He doesn't want to be a Texan, so why not at some point get what you can get for him and move on? Everything in Texas is changing. I mean, they're getting snow. Um, you know, J.J. Watt is gone. DeAndre Hopkins was gone. Will Fuller is going to be a free agent. If Deshaun's not there, he's probably gone. Uh, you have a new coach, a new GM. You know what the one consistent thing is? Jack Easterby. Jack Easterby. He's still there. Ain't no way in hell Deshaun Watson's going back to Houston, Key. Ain't no way in hell. Ev? There's your Jack Easterby drop. We were talking about it this morning. Just mark that one on the tape, okay? That's between me and Ev. Hang on. Everybody says it's over for Deshaun Watson and the Texans. I mentioned an Eagles legend. Ron Jaworski was with our show yesterday and actually said he's one of the few people that's saying not so fast. Knock on the GM's door, knock on the owner's door, set up a meeting and try to get things done that way. Uh, but, but I think by the end of the day, not today, but in the long-term end of the day, I think it'll all get settled. Deshaun Watson will be the quarterback of the Houston Texans. He is a great talent. Okay, last thing. Normally we just move on there, but um, the odds of that seem remote, right? <laughs> yeah, Jaws is wishful thinking, but I don't think that Deshaun wants to be in Houston and you can't force a guy happiness by keeping him there. You don't want an unhappy quarterback in your organization. I just don't. There's nothing that I've heard from – my sources that tell me that that's going to happen. Who's your sources, Jay? Well, their sources, Key. That's why I can't reveal the sources. Right. That's how they remain anonymous. Ah. Yes. Unnamed source. <laughs> Lastly, for the yeah. first time, fake news. This one-win team. <laughs> no, this is real news. This one-win team has the number one overall draft pick for the first time in franchise history. Jacksonville Jaguars. Man, I wonder what they're going to do with it. We haven't really talked about it much. Tim Hasselbeck, ESPN NFL analyst, former NFL quarterback. He was on the show last week, minutes before Trevor Lawrence's pro day, which went exceedingly well. Not surprised there. Those are very crafted and scripted. Hasselbeck is saying Trevor Lawrence isn't a slam dunk, but he's about the closest thing you can get to it. 
he checks a lot of boxes. He does a lot of things really well. Is it, does that, is it a guarantee that he's going to be great? No, I'm, I mean, I'm chuckling here in Zubin, you know, talk about Andrew Luck as this generational player. Look, that's always the fear that can always be the case. But if you're looking for the thing that, like, gives you all this concern, I just don't know that there is something that's obvious that gives you concern about him. I had mentioned, Key, that he was the next Andrew Luck, and obviously all the expectations we put on Luck that went obviously unfulfilled. What do you think here? Well, I think, you know, a lot of it do the health concerns in Indy with Andrew Luck, but, but Andrew Luck played solid when he was in there and he was healthy. There's no question about it. He certainly showed you flashes. I'm just not one guy that always likes to sit up and say a guy is a can't-miss prospect and he, it, it, because it doesn't work like that most of the time. I mean, there's a lot of things that have to fall into Trevor Lawrence's favor. You know, what What will Jacksonville surround him with if he is the pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Because we don't know. We have no idea. But wherever he goes, I think he has an opportunity to be successful depending on who's the coach, who's around him. Just like any other quarterback in the National Football League, I'm not going to pump him up just because. And, of course, his workout was exceptional. Hell, your workout would be exceptional, too, in pat and go. If I was thrown to Sharon Peak, I don't think it would go as well for me as it would for for Trevor Lawrence. That's a choreographed. It's easy to kind of, you know, base those metrics on choreographing the workout, though, Zubin. But look, Urban Meyer is going to select Trevor Lawrence with the first pick in the draft. Like, this is going to happen. I don't think Urban Meyer accepts this job unless they do that. And they have the most cap space in the NFL, so they're going to bolster up their lineup. Uh, the, The bigger question to me is, you know, how will Urban Meyer handle the locker room moving forward? And what will his relationship be with Trevor Lawrence? And, and how will that mold over time? Considering, you know, if Urban Meyer continues to make decisions like the one he tried to make with Chris Doyle the other day, I wonder how that relationship will pan out. That's absolutely a great question and a question that he's going to have to answer for the locker room when he comes back from OTAs. I, I wonder if Trevor Lawrence can get thicker. That, that's one of my concerns with him. Sort of like a beanpole? Does he look like a beanpole? Yeah, he's 6'6". Six, six. And he's, you know, 200 and, I don't know, 17 pounds or something like that. That's thin, man. That's like a, 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 like almost like plastic, man. Like he's just so long. And then tall quarterbacks, I've always had an issue with a really tall quarterback. When you start to get over that six, four and a half, six, five, you start tipping over that, it's the balls are coming down. Like your delivery and your launching point just naturally brings the ball down because everybody you're throwing to is much smaller than you. Either you're throwing over their head or you're throwing at their feet. And, and so I wonder what happens with those mechanics at the next level, not what they did at Clemson. And some of his balls at Clemson, if you go back and you watch the tape and you really break it down, a lot of his balls were either high or in the dirt. Right. Two things to mention there. One, I've heard you and many people say it's that elongated throwing motion. Everything is long. The body, the hair, the arm. And to your point, Justin Fields gets the same thing. So I'm going to put it on Fields. I'm going to put it on Lawrence. In college, you throw that 50-50 ball up, your guy at Clemson or Ohio State is going to come down with it more than 50% of the time because that's the weapons that you have. So Trevor goes from being a great family guy, his new football family, Jeez. the Jacksonville what? Jaguars. You, you leave that up to me. Okay. Let me say that. Okay. Okay. I mean, Justin Herbert is 6'6". Yeah, but I, I'm not. I'm not saying that Justin. I'm not saying that it won't work. It. I said it concerns me because okay. historically, when you got big quarterbacks like that, they, you know, Drew Bledsoe was great at doing it. Vinny Testaverde was great at doing it. But there's guys that have come into this league that's really tall because of the elongated delivery, the ball sale. 
or because they're throwing the smaller guys, they're hitting the ground a lot more than what you would see from a guy who's 6'2", you know, 6'3". It's just different. Think about a Brock Osweiler. Think about a Paxton Lynch. Think about Dan McGuire, even going back all of those years. Dan McGuire is about 6'10". Joe Flacco. <laughs> That's Joe Flacco, right? Certain levels of – Joe 6'10". Flacco was great on the deep ball. His intermediate stuff was an issue. Mm-hmm. And we could ask Torrey Smith, who's going to join us later on in the show, a former receiver for the Baltimore Ravens. He'll be here in just under an hour. Do you like how I did that? Just under an hour, 55 minutes. When you gift a year of ESPN+, you're giving thousands of live events, exclusive originals, the full 30 for 30 library, and more. Surprise a sports fan in your life with the year of ESPN+. Visit ESPNplus.com slash gift a year. For more details, let's go from A to Z for more NFL QB talk. And from A to Z is brought to you by Merrill Guided Investing. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash investing goals. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated, both a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member SIPC. Adam Schefter said it could be an unprecedented wave of quarterback movement, maybe 18 quarterbacks on the move, the two biggest two. to this point, of course, Goff and Stafford, two down, 16, 16 to, go. <laughs> to go. Can't wait 16, till the count. 16 to go. It'll be 15 Jeez. as soon as Carson Wentz gets moved because Adam says that's coming here in just a second. Another one of those guys could be Alex Smith. Heroic comeback, NFL comeback player of the year, but probably making a little bit too much money for the Washington football team. Last week, their head coach, Ron Rivera, joined our program when Key asked him about reuniting with one Cam Newton. Well, the biggest thing we're doing right now, Kishan, is, is we are truly evaluating the position. Um, we're going to exhaust all our options, and we're going to really, really look at them and talk about them. Will we consider them? Well, we'll most certainly look, look at them. We most certainly will talk about them. Uh, but you know, there are no promises. What do you think? I mean, he kind of danced around it, as you'd expect. Yeah, and that's what he's supposed to do because right now Cam Newton is with the New England Patriots even though he's not under contract. I look at these highlights of Cam Newton, positive highlights. He looks good in the positive highlights, but right. he's got some bad ones right. too. We do have that negative B-roll. We can run it any time. No, if we, if we want to dial do that. that up. It'll be the same four plays over and over again. Last thing I want to tell you for the Washington football team, last two years, Alex Smith, Dwayne Haskins, Taylor Heineke, Colt McCoy, Case Keenum have all started games. That's five starting quarterbacks in the last two years. they got to find a guy and move on. Let's move on to the NBA ahead of their first matchup with the Nets. LeBron wanted to remind some people of something. Big matchup tomorrow night in L.A. as the Nets make the move from the Valley of the Sun where they had a huge rally last night against Phoenix with Steve Nash leading the way on the bench. The King reminding people uh, the Nets' big three is pretty good. But um, there was another big three that was also pretty good not too long ago. And looking at the collection of talent that the Brooklyn Nets have, is there a team that you can compare to in league history having that much offensive firepower on the same group? Um, have we forgot about Steph and Clay already? It's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> there you go. There you go right there. Jay. Well, I mean – yeah, I mean, that's the last great trio that we've seen. Offensively, though, and I understand what they're saying, like the, the skill sets are just different, right? The continuity and space that Golden State played with, how they move without the ball, is obviously a scheme that was very successful. We're still determining whether this is successful with three guys who can all dance with the basketball. They're all mag- magicians with the ball. And actually, at this point, they're averaging 10 more points per game. But it's still to be determined on whether they will be greater. But offensively, they're one of the most gifted trios in the history of the league. You can't deny that. No doubt about it. Tomorrow, I'm not arguing with LeBron James. This is a big spot. Why Jay, not? Because I'm with LeBron. I just I 
some for some reason I'm a Golden State guy when it comes to that. I, maybe because I haven't seen enough of the Brooklyn Nets do it together. It's just been a handful of games, and maybe they need to win a championship for me to start talking about the greatest trio, scoring trio of all times. Because when I look at those dudes, KD, Steph, and Clay, it was just wet and wicked. But scoring duo, I mean, scoring trio, the Brooklyn trio averages more points than that trio. That's all I'm Different saying. Different era, Jay. Different time. On the way, we talked about Deshaun going back to Houston. How about Wentz back to Philly and toothpaste next?